6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Shabbat Shalom. 
עוד בהדר לבשתך, מלוקאי גדלת מאוד. עוד בהדר לבשתך, מלוקאי גדלת מאוד. עוד בהדר לבשתך, מלוקאי גדלת מאוד. עוד בהדר
זה סיפור על אדם כה נחמד שהיה כאן, מסתובב בין כולם, ובכל זאת לבד. כל חייו לא ביקש שום דבר, רק חייך, וקיבל באהבה כל מה שעבר עליו. אף אחד לא ידע מאיפה הוא בא, לאן הוא הולך, ומה הוא עושה בלילה גשום וקריר ברחובות העיר. אף אחד לא שמע את הלב שזועק בתפילות ודמעות שעלו לשמיים ובקורקים. רק בזכות אנשים כה תמימים, נשמות טהורות שרוצות רק לתת, לתקן ולבנות, להעיר את החיים. העולם מתקיים ונושם ועומד, רק בזכות אנשים כה פשוטים, אנשים באמת, אמת ובתמים, פשוט אנשים. מספרים הזקנים שזוכרים את הרגע שבו הוא עמד ואמר לעולם אין לי כלום ויש לי הכל בחיי וזה יותר מדי, יותר מדי התרופה לעולם היא לשמוח וגם לא לקחת ללב את מה שכואב כי גם ככה הכל יעבור ויחלוף לו. יש מקום לכולם בעולם, רק צריך לוותר, לא צריך למהר ולזכור לאהוב באמת Oh, 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 oh,
JM in the AM. If I gave everybody a few guesses, I don't think that they'd have any trouble identifying this group. Zusha here at JM in the AM. There they are, Zusha, on a Tuesday morning, wrapping up the first half hour for us on a JM in the AM Tuesday. Uh, that's called um, that's called Pashut from the album entitled Kavana. Maishi Menlowitz with Pathways from the Nostalgia album. Yerd Avremo with his Pashut, Pashut Arashim of Kamatov. Oita done by Avi Peretz. Ellie Marcus, we played it at the end of Bonus JM. And we couldn't do it in its entirety, and I felt it deserved it. Uh, it's called Osios, off the album entitled David HaMelech. And, of course, Regesh with Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's a Tuesday, and this October the 23rd, day 14, in the month of Mar Cheshvan, the year 5779, Tess. 52 degrees, 75% humidity, winds are south at 3 miles an hour. Morning clouds, afternoon sun, and a high temperature of 64. Not bad. I'll take that, the way things have been going in this area. Uh, tonight, clear skies, a low 46. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high temperature, 57 degrees. You shall lie right now in the 80s. I think it was 84 when we checked. 52 here in um, New York City, as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Well, first of all, i got to thank the early morning um, uh, commenters. i got to thank those who've been uh, tossing comments. Uh, yeah, 84, you shall lie. I have to thank those who've been tossing comments onto the app this morning. Listener Daniela wants to hear some Miami. We'll get to that. Listener Sandy reminds us that today's the big day. Happy anniversary to Sandy and Joel Rosenwasser from all of us here at JM in the AM. Trucker Yitz says Nahum Siegel lights up the dark morning hour on I-84 going to Bridgeport, Connecticut. It's still dark. <laughs> it sure is, Trucker Yitz. I also want to thank those who commented last night during our live show between 6 and 8 p.m. Eastern Time from NCSY StaffCon. You'll hear that show in its entirety coming up during the JM Rewind slot, 9 o'clock this morning right after JM. And we did have a lot of great guests last night and a couple of what I would call historic interviews. Most notably, not to put anybody else down, most notably, Martin Leibovich, who in 2008 walked into Yeshiva University knowing the most he knew about Judaism was how to score a basket in basketball. And he was a tremendous star for the Yeshiva University Maccabees. And last night he got his smicha. Last night he got smicha at the Chaga Smicha at NCSY StaffCon. Not the only one, by the way. Others with great stories as well. But you can imagine how that one really touched my heart. So it was great to seeing him uh, all these years later after watching him from the stands and, and catching up on the fact that he is uh, now a rabbi down in um, in Argentina. whole thing was remarkable. And I want to thank uh, I want to thank Rabbi in Atlanta. Woohoo, he says. The uh, Atlanta is doing swell with JMM. Good morning, Nahum, New York, New Jersey, and all the ships at sea. So what is the deal with Atlanta? Are there any other listeners out there? People with kids in Torah Day School of Atlanta, Tamima Girls High School, Yeshivas or Yisrael, more from AJA. Represent people. Have a great day. Well, we're learning more and more about Atlanta. Last night at StaffCon, we met uh, one of the great Jewish educators from Atlanta, Georgia, a gentleman named Chaim, and had a nice talk with him. And uh, 
and even revealed some of our uh, some of the ideas rolling around in the collective NSN head at this point, um, vis-a-vis the city of Atlanta. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. 26 minutes before 7 o'clock. It is JM in the AM. Reminder, this coming Thursday, the Kalbach special. It's his 24th yard site. If you want to sponsor all or part of the Shlomo Kalbach uh, special as his music dominates the morning on Thursday, uh, go to uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Sponsorship opportunities at the very top of the page, fjbunity.org. And uh, don't forget, a week from tomorrow, if you're anywhere near Yeshivat Noam, we will be there. We will be there. Yeshivat Noam, JM in the AM on the 31st of October. Circle your calendars and make sure to come on down. That's in Paramus, New Jersey. We'll be there for their 18th anniversary celebration. So there is a lot going on, a lot happening. And, of course, we'll uh, we'll continue to remind you about it. As we get closer and closer to these amazing events. Well, we mentioned Miami, right? Okay. Brand new Miami music for you at JM in the AM.
seu e a ser Shalom 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 Bimruma
of his Live in Israel album. That is uh, Yaakov Shweki with Shefarav here at JM in the AM. Eighth day with the Kalbach medley. Traditionally in the past, we've done a lot of Kalbach covers and medleys and tributes during the week of his yard side, and then only his music, literally him singing, uh, on uh, the yard side itself. And uh, I think we're sort of following that same tradition. That's eighth day with the Kalbach medley. The Kalbach special is coming Thursday here at JM in the AM. Sandy, Sandy Shmueli with Misha Asa. We mentioned Sandy yesterday during the interview with Mendy of Mendy's Restaurant. That was fun. That was a good story. A lot of people <laughs> told me afterwards how much they enjoyed that story. One of my first encounters with Sandy. Uh, Miami had Yivarecha and Shalom, and this is JM in the AM. It's a Tuesday, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Golly, it's all in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. If you want to sponsor part or all of the Kalbach special this coming Thursday, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. You'll see sponsorship opportunities at the top of the page, and we thank you for that. Circle your calendar for October the 31st. That morning, we're going to broadcast from Yeshivat Noam. Yeshivat Noam in Paramus, New Jersey, part of their 18th anniversary celebration. Um, it was great being at StaffCon with NCSY last night. You'll hear that entire show coming up at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, between 9 and 11 Eastern Time this morning, right after JM in the AM. Had some great moments there last night. It was really terrific. I thank everybody at the OU and NCSY. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday is next. We say Boker Tov from JMM. 
גלי צהל שעה שתיים, כאן אחינועם בר עם מה שקורה עכשיו. מאסר עולם נגזר על מוחמד שינאווי שרצח את גיא כפרי זיכרונו לברכה ממניע לאומני בינואר בשנה שעברה. כתבנו בחיפה קובי מנדל שמע את ברטה כפרי, אמו של המנוח, מיד לאחר מתן גזר הדין בבית המשפט המחוזי בחיפה. רצח בקור רוח כזה, עונש מוות גם לא היה מספק. מהרצח עד היום, שום תגובה. משום גורם רסמי. אולי הם לא רוצים לגעת בדו-קיום כביכול שיש בחיפה. נשיא טורקיה ארדואן חושף את האמת העירומה מאחורי היעלמות העיתונאי הסעודי ומצהיר מדובר ברצח פוליטי. בערב שלפני הרצח, 15 סוכני מודיעין סעודים הגיעו לקונסוליה באיסטנבול, אמר ארדואן בנאום שנשא בפרלמנט הטורקי לפני שעה קלה, והוסיף, לאחר שחשוקג'י נרצח, הם יצאו מהנציגות הסעודית בקבוצות, אחד מהם לבש את בגדיו של חשוקג'י והרכיב את משקפיו. נשיא טורקיה טען שהוא לא מפקפק בכנותו של מלך סעודי הסלמן, אך דרש להעמיד לדין את מתכנני ומבצעי הרצח ולערב מדינות נוספות בחקירה. רשות המיסים חוקרת את חברת הוט מובייל בחשד שהתחמקה מתשלומי מס על מכירת טלפונים ניידים. כתבנו ניתאי הנביא. לפי החשד, חברת הוט מובייל בשיתוף חברת אקטיב מכירות ביצעו באופן שיטתי ולאורך זמן עבירות מס. הן הגישו דוחות כוזבים בגין מכירת טלפונים ניידים באילת הפטורה ממע"מ בהיקף של עשרות מיליוני שקלים. הטלפונים נמכרו כביכול לתושבי אילת ואחרים שלא רכשו אותם כלל, אלא למבריחי טלפונים המתגוררים בצפון ובמרכז. החקירה כללה חיפושים ותפיסת חומרים במשרדים הראשיים, וכן חקירת מעורבים בפרשה. מהוט מובייל נמסר בתגובה, החברה פועלת על פי חוק ותשתף פעולה באופן מלא עם בדיקת רשות המיסים במטרה להביא לסיום מהיר של הבדיקה. שני פועלים התחשמלו ונפצעו קשה באזור התעשייה הצפוני בבית שאן. הם פונו במסוק לבית החולים רמב״ם כשהם סובלים מכוויות בכל חלקי גופם. תחזית מזג האוויר עדיין חם מהרגיל העונה, בצפון הארץ ייתכן גשם מקומי. ולסיום, הזמר והיוצר אביתר בנאי זכה בפרס מפעל חיים לתרבות יהודית על שם אורי אורבך לשנת תשע"ט. כתבתנו מיכל צ'ין. בנימוקים למתן הפרס לאביתר בנאי צוין כי בנאי הוא מפורצי הדרך הראשונים של המוזיקה היהודית שהגיע למיינסטרם הישראלי. גובה הפרס, שמוענק על ידי שר החינוך נפתלי בנט, הוא 150 אלף שקלים לכל תחום. השנה ניתן הפרס בשישה תחומים, ספרות ושירה, קולנוע, מוזיקה, אומנות פלסטית, תיאטרון ומפעל חיים. אלה החדשות שעורכת פיי גוטמן. Thank you. 
in the AM. Safam with Yiram Hayam here at uh, JM in the AM. Before that, you heard the um, a selection from Yehuda Green, Yi Banel, off the Yearning album. Tuesday morning on this 23rd of October to 14th of Mar Cheshvan. Good morning. We're in New York with JM in the AM. Reminder at 9 AM this morning, our show from last night from NCSY StaffCon will be replayed in its entirety. You'll hear it during the JM Rewind segment starting at 9 a.m. Eastern Time right after JM and the AM. It's some amazing interviews last night, some incredible conversations. Most notably, I think I'd have to say, the conversation with Martin Leibovich, the great Yeshiva University star of the late 2000s, meaning starting in about 2008. And um, he came into uh, Yeshiva University at that time as a star on the uh, basketball team, really not knowing anything, admittedly, as he told us, uh, about uh, ritual Judaism. And last night at StaffCon, he got his smicha. He is now a rabbi back in his hometown in Buenos Aires. And it was one of the most inspiring and incredible stories ever. It's part of our show, which you'll hear between 9 and 11 this morning, right after JM and the AM. It is the JM Rewind program going back to last night at StaffCon with NCSY. Lot to be proud of, and uh, it was just a that was one of the remarkable conversations we had. Tuesday morning broadcast reminder: this coming Thursday, it's the Kalbach special. His yard site is Thursday. If you want to sponsor a part or all of the Kalbach special or any part of JM and the AM, go to fjbunity.org. Fjbunity.org. Click on sponsorship opportunities at the top of the page. And get ready for a great Kalbach special. Well, today, today, those, as I said on Facebook, those who love our Yeshiva League sports update, today is your day. Today, on the 23rd of October, now at 7.15 Eastern Time, Elliot Weiselberg is in our studio to actually kick off the 5779 Yeshiva League sports season. You like hearing about basketball, you like hearing about hockey and other sports as well. Are you a parent, an athlete, a faculty member, a principal, a coach? Are you somebody in some way affiliated with or knows a lot about the Yeshiva League and its goings-on? Then this is the place to be every single Tuesday morning. Generally, Tuesday mornings at 7.20 Eastern Time is when we uh, when we uh, present the Yeshiva League sports update. And uh, this will happen every single week until graduation time in June as Elliot covers all the main sports, including basketball and hockey, and then, of course, gets into the spring sports later in the season as well. Elliot Weiselberg, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. We gave you enough time off, huh? Well, Since yeah. June. <laughs> Could use a little more. But yeah, of course. <laughs> now it's time to get back into the action, into the into the uh, into the uh, swing of things, so to speak. You know, I can't I can't tell whether or not the kids in the New York area love to hear my voice or hate to hear my voice because it means that uh, school's back in session and not just starting; it's deep into the school year. You know a lot about coaching in addition to what you know about sports reporting. This year, because the high holidays and then. Sukkot were so early. Did any of these teams get together, start practicing, do anything of significance in September and early October? Well, strangely enough, this actually happens to be the first year in the last 13 years that I'm actually not coaching. Right, but you know. I mean, you're familiar with it. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I'm sure... I'm sure several teams did. It, it would be kind of it would be kind of amazing to have a team literally just start up within the last right. week and start playing this week. That, but that would be kind of detrimental to their. Uh, success, right? But nonetheless, the the activity 
the level of activity on these sports teams after Simchas Torah really ramped up. I mean, really got into oh, some absolutely. serious action. Absolutely. Uh, the schedule, I, there have even been games already. There, there were several games last week. There right. were tournaments in the last week also. Right. So we're already underway. And um, you, you, during your report, we try to cover, and I know that some people in, in some of the, how do I put it, uh, in some of the sports that aren't followed as seriously or as much, sometimes get a little annoyed that we concentrate so much on basketball and hockey, but that is the bulk of our sports report. They are the two most popular sports in the Yeshiva League. And in addition to that, you will mention at times the uh, successful Yeshiva University basketball program. 100%. And when when uh, necessary, or that's the wrong word, when, when appropriate, uh, you'll toss in some big news regarding uh, younger grades or other things going on in the world of Yeshiva League Absolutely. sports. Absolutely. And we'll even cover volleyball. Right. And right now, girls' volleyball is going on. Obviously, when we get to the spring part of our calendar, we will have soccer. Right. We will have softball. We right. will have baseball. And we will have uh, boys' volleyball at that point, too. So And, and girls' hockey. Right. So we're varied. Try to do it all, and Elliot Weiselberg is at the helm. And you actually have a real report for us this morning. Well, if there are games going on, I have a report for you. And there were games this week. Oh, yeah. Our first Yeshiva League sports update of the 5-7-7-9 season is all set to roll. Elliot Weiselberg, our sports editor, and the man who presents our Yeshiva League sports update each and every week, is raring to go. He's ready. Everyone pay attention. And again, as I said, coaches... Parents, athletes, faculty members, board members, school presidents, and anybody who knows anybody that has to do with the Yeshiva League, you're going to want to tune in every single week. Elliot Weiselberg, take it away, sir. Oh, thank you, Nachum. I'm going to start out, as we said, with our uh, two big sports. We have hockey and basketball. We're going to start out in the hockey world. We'll start out in JV hockey where there have been two games that have already happened. Started out last week with SAR uh, taking a win over Mag and David. Last night, Kushner defeating North Shore at home. Uh, big matchup next Monday night for the Kushner Cobras. They travel to DRS to take on the Wildcats in what I, I know it's extremely early. Uh, so early that even mentioning the word is ludicrous, but a potential playoff matchup, dare I say, between... <laughs> this, is, this is like one of those early season Big Ten matchups. <laughs> yeah, 100%. This is, this is uh, the Kushner Cobras are, a, are, a, are one of the top two teams. One, if you, uh, depending, on where you depending on where you ask, if I, uh, I this past week I, I wrote an article for the uh, Bergen County Jewish Link, and I think the line I put in there is like, it, wh- whoever you have a number... Whoever you ask, depending on whichever team you figure is number one, is based on where you are in New Jersey. If you're in Bergen County, you're you're, you're touting TABC. If you're in uh, if you're in Orange County, it's the Kushner Cobras. Oh, Essex, I, Essex County. Yeah. Uh, either way, yeah. it's and either well, uh, most most of my most of my friends are in the Livingston area, so right. I'm I'm Essex I'm going to tout that, but. Um, and then you have New York, which obviously has their own uh, their own thoughts on the matter. But uh, it, it's going to be an extremely extremely interesting season uh, when dealing with uh, Kushner, TABC, DRS, Hafter. All these teams very much looking to take the crown that for the last two years has been bandied about between TABC and Frisch. So hopefully the teams in New York are hoping to get a representative into the final this year, and the teams in the West are just hoping to hang on to uh, to the crown that uh, they believe is rightfully theirs. 
Moving on to varsity, one game only so far. Last night, Rombaum taking a 6-1 win over Solomon Schechter. Action begins in earnest tomorrow night as two teams who are expected to be in the running in late February get underway. TABC hosting Kushner and DRS hosting North Shore. Moving over to basketball, varsity basketball, we've already had a couple of games. Last week, Frisch opened up the season with a 57-47 win over Kushner. Max Zockheim, 21 points in the win for the Cougars. Gabe Plotzker with a double-double, starting off the same way he did last year. 21 points, 14 rebounds in the loss for the Cobras. Last night, Hafter, after a not so... uh, uh, not so positive showing in the Mag and David tournament last week, bouncing back to defeat Flatbush 63 to 52, paced by a 20 to 8 second quarter run. Speaking of the Mag and David tournament, the second year in a row, the host Warriors come away with the win, knocking off DRS 48 to 31 in the finals. 20 points from junior Albert Nasiri, the spark plug of last year's championship run, last year's Yeshiva League championship run. For the Warriors, DRS with a strong showing, upending Heschel, one of the considered to be favorites in this year's league in the semifinals in overtime. Speaking of those Mag and David Warriors, the Mag and David Warriors will open up as the number one seed in the upcoming Cooper Memphis National Invitational Basketball Tournament. There are four Yeshiva League teams that will make their way down to Memphis uh, for next week's action. Uh, there'll be Mag and David, as I just said, in the number one slot. The Rambam Ravens will take the number three slot, proud Rambam alum repping here, and the Flatbush Falcons will be the sixth seed and rounding out the Yeshiva League uh, slate, the Kushner Cobras as the 13th seed. Again, this action will begin next Thursday, November 1st, down in Cooper, Memphis. And uh, uh, once again, that was your Tuesday morning jam, the AM Sports Update. Happy to be part of another season, Nachum. It is great, and every single Tuesday, everyone can check in right here at JM and the AM, and Elliot will have up-to-the-minute scores. If there's a late-night game that concludes at 1 a.m., you will have that score for everybody. Well, thankfully today, I don't think any games ended at 6.59 a.m. So That is correct. <laughs> Nothing ended that late, but uh, sometimes are these exciting overtime games that go deep into the night. Well, yeah, uh, let's not let's not forget that there have been playoff games that have uh, that have gone that far. Thankfully, I mean, basketball it's a possibility, hockey it's not because we right. have we end off after 5 minutes of overtime. Right. But you know, basketball can go that far, but I, I haven't heard of any basketball games going that far. I still remember uh, the, I believe it's officially the longest hockey game in Yeshiva League hockey history. That was a playoff game a couple of years ago. Uh, thankfully, nothing is going that long for at least a couple of months. I have some time to prepare myself. <laughs> That's for, that. for sure. Elliot Weiselberg, our sports editor with the Yeshiva League Sports Update, Tuesday, 720 Eastern Time, right here at JMNAM. A lot of Hatzlacha to you in 5779. Uh, thank you, and to all of the teams participating in their respective sports as well. Good luck, everybody, to all the athletes and coaches and all the schools. Good luck in the 5779 season from all of us here at JM in the AM. Oh, Thank you. 
קרה, לא משנה כי זה תמיד יהיה נכון. מודים אנחנו לא בכל יום, ומהללים למרות. ישתבח שמו
לפעמים כבר אין עוד כוח, לפעמים הכל נורא. יש ימים שבא לברוח, יש ימים שאין ברירה. אל תדאג, יהיה בסדר, בסוף הכל עובד. עוד רגע זה מגיע, אתה כבר מתגבר. מתפלל בכל הכוח, רוצה לבכות ממש. זה הלב שלא שוכח, אני ניסן נרגש. פתאום מתוך החושך, עולה מעט האור. כל הצללים ינוסו, פתאום אתה גיבור. יהיה בסדר, השם אוהב אותך. יהיה בסדר, השם שומר אותך. יהיה בסדר, אין שום דאגות. יהיה בסדר, הכל יכול לקרות. יהיה בסדר, השם אוהב אותך. יהיה בסדר, השם שומר אותך. יהיה בסדר, אין שום דאגות. יהיה בסדר, הכל יכול לקרות! יש רגעים אני שוקע, צולל כל כך עמוק, מחפש את התשובה. הולך כל כך רחוק, אל תדאג יהיה בסדר, בסוף הכל עובד, עוד רגע זה מגיע, אתה כבר מתגבר, נושא עיניי למעלה אל עבר ההרים, מתי תשמע קולי קורא לאלוקים, פתאום מתוך החושך עולה מהטהור, כל הצללים ינוסו, פתאום אתה גיבור, יהיה בסדר השם אוהב אותך said there, done by Micha Gammerman, Yeshiva Boys, had your hallelujah in there, and Yaakov Shweki with Yishtabach. My thanks to Elliot Weiselberg. Great job on the Yeshiva League Sports Update. We gave her my gold watch for the morning off. Morning Chizuk, usually Monday through Thursday at 7.30 Eastern Time. Bezrat Hashem, please God, he will return tomorrow here at JMM. I want to remind everybody that Mendy of Mendy's Restaurant was here yesterday. All through this week, Mendy's is celebrating their 30th anniversary by rolling back their prices 
1988. Go to Mendy's at 61 East 34th Street in New York City. You can literally enjoy a sandwich, hot dog, french fries, half a sandwich and a soup, all of those deals for half price, essentially, because they rolled back everything to 1988 prices for this week, celebrating the 30th anniversary. Mendy and uh, Mendy's Restaurant welcomes you at 61 East 34th Street in New York City. Take advantage of their 30th anniversary special week. And we were there yesterday. It's just a, it's a wonderful place. It is a wonderful place with great, delicious food. So check it out. Hey, don't forget that last night's program we did with NCSY, the uh, StaffCon two-hour show is going to be played in its entirety starting at 9 a.m. Eastern time this morning here at JM and the AM. I was just telling Stacey Siegel a few minutes ago about the uh, interview with Martin Leibovich, reminding her how the Siegel boys remember him playing on the Yeshiva University court as a superstar back in 2008, 2009. And last night, he got his smicha as part of the NCSY staff con. Just a very, very cool story, and I was so glad to have him on. Uh, you'll hear the whole thing starting at 9 a.m. Eastern time, right after JM and the AM here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, don't forget, Thursday is the Kalbach special on his 24th yard site. Again, this is uh, this coming Thursday, 6 a.m. until 9 a.m. for the Kalbach special. Tomorrow we'll announce the exact schedule in terms of Kalbach music during the uh, entire yard site, not just during JM and the AM. And um, we'll give you that whole schedule uh, so you can uh, enjoy the uh, the special. If you want to support JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network and sponsor part or all of the Shlomo Kalbach Yardside special, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and uh, you'll see sponsorship opportunities at the very top of the page. Well, this coming Sunday on the 28th of October, beginning at 8.30 a.m. on Roosevelt Island, it is the second annual Makar 5K Run and Walk. Make a difference for children and adults with developmental disabilities. Be there Sunday at 8.30 in the morning on Roosevelt Island and participate with MACOR. All proceeds benefit the MACOR Disability Services. They are based in Brooklyn, New York. Many of you out there know them as uh, or knew them as Women's League Community Residences, and MACOR continues to be a very important part of um, Chesed in our community. With us live via telephone is the director of of Clinical Innovation for MACOR, Dr. Stephen Glitzman. Dr. Glitzman, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to speak with you. Are you going to be spending your Sunday on Roosevelt Island? I will be. <laughs> I am in training, focusing mainly on the carb loading, but uh, yes, looking forward to the run. Yeah, even even if for a 5K-er, I as well would concentrate on the pre-race uh, carb loading. That's probably where most of my attention would go. Remind our audience about the great work of Women's League, which is now uh, called MACOR. Remind everybody uh, what the organization has done for so many years in our community. Yeah, so we've been around since uh, 1978. Wow. Um, we are one of the premier organizations in the community working with people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. We were uh, one of the first, and you can probably fill in the blank regarding anything having to do with uh, services provided to this population. Yeah, this we were one of the first. No, I was going to yeah, say. I was going to say. There's a lot of a lot of things that are taken for granted now uh, when it comes to this type of work in our community, and you guys were at the forefront of a lot of it. Yeah, we were one of the first homes uh, in the Jewish community for people with intellectual disabilities. 
um, we were in the early uh, in the early part of early intervention and and community habilitation, providing services for people in their homes. Um, currently, we have uh, 32 residences wow. scattered throughout Brooklyn. We have uh, close to 180 people living with us. We service another 200 families in the community, um, providing services so people can stay in their homes. Mm-hmm. We have um, we have our new uh, ABA center um, in Flatbush, uh, part of our Jumpstart Early Intervention Program, providing therapies for hundreds of kids, zero to three years old, as well as a center-based program for kids three to five years old. We have, um, we have our new McCore College Experience Program, which started last year in partnership with Yeshiva University. Now, now what does that mean? It means that, that, that students literally can get an identical college degree as any other student would be getting? No, because the students that we have have intellectual disabilities, so they're not really um, on college-level academically, but emotionally and socially and spiritually and, uh, and regarding their, their desire and their want to be part of college. So that we're providing to them. So we have a three-year non-degree program on the campus, on the Wilf campus of Yeshiva University, where we provide um, a, a, a typical college experience, meaning we have our own classes with our own Rebbe and our own teachers, but we're on campus, we're learning in the base medrash, um, where our classrooms are in the same buildings as, as the Yeshiva College classrooms. We're, as Rabbi Penner, the Dean of Reeds, put it, we're, we're part of the fabric of campus life. So people yeah. who would normally have been excluded from that aspect of life, and particularly that aspect of their Jewish identity, going to Yeshiva University, we are now providing that as basically a day program on the campus of Yeshiva University. Yeah, and I, I've spoken to some people who are or are part of it, and it's amazing how that social experience really makes them feel, and not just makes them feel, they are part of a real college experience and part of the same social fabric that other people their age and from the same communities that they're from are also part of, and that is so important. And the, and the fact that, I mean, I understand, as you, as you pointed out, it's not an identical type of degree it's a non-degree program but nonetheless when they complete it there is a sense of satisfaction that goes along with being part of a formal education program yes so often in our community our community has done so well with including children with intellectual and developmental disabilities through so many inclusion programs in schools and in camps and then what often happens is a, a person will hit 18 years old or 19 years old or 21 years old, and everybody kind of disappears. All the people that they've been mainstreamed with go off to yeshiva, go off to seminaries, go off to college, and they're still where they were. Right. Now there's an opportunity for them to, uh, to also take that next step in, uh, you know, in both Jewish life and in life yeah. by saying, yeah, I go to YU, I'm in the Heights, it's like, a tr- it's, I'm on it, campus. It's a tremendous example for the greater Jewish community, what you're doing in that regard. Uh, talking about Makar, uh, Director of Clinical Innovation, Dr. Stephen Glicksman is with us live via telephone. I remind everybody that the second annual 
Makar 5K Run and Walk. It's basically 3.1 miles. Is happening this coming Sunday on Roosevelt Island. Uh, brand new for this year is the Makar Mother's Mile to encourage parents' participation and make it realistic for those who are not so in shape so they can do the mile instead of anything further. And every runner, of course, and walker will get their T-shirt, hat, a medal of participation, and a big, big thank you for helping support the work of Makar. Someone told me that last year yours was the only Jewish group there and the only group with runners who actually have disabilities. Yeah, it was a real Kiddush Hashem. We were also, um, I think, if not one of them, the largest single group that was there nice. last year. So, yeah, it was a really nice, uh, it was a really nice showing. It was a really nice message to everybody that was there to show that our community, you know, does care about this population and does support our organization. And uh, a co-fan of both Makor Disability Services and Nachum Siegel has uh, generously offered to sponsor everybody $180 who registers to uh, to join the Makor team. Yeah, this is really important, and I'm so glad you mentioned it, and I'm, pr- I'm proud you mentioned, uh, mentioned us as part of it. Uh, there's literally somebody, every time somebody registers, this is how I understand it, every time someone, re- all you got to do is register and be part of it, an automatic 10 times high is, is given in honor of that person to the organization. That basically sums it up, right? Yeah, exactly. So everybody out there, not only are you helping to raise money and help get my car to this year's goal of $50,000, but in addition to that, uh, on top of whatever you raise, another 10 times high is being given in your honor because you are registered for the event. Now, I have, frankly, and I'm being very frank about this, I have a, a long web address for people to register. Would that be the best one for me to do this slowly, or is there a direct way to the Makar website or anything else that, uh, that where people can go and register for the event? So you can certainly go to the Macor website, okay. uh, www.macords.org or macordisabilityservices.org. Okay. Or if you're old school, you can even go to womensleague.org and you'll still get to it. <laughs> Got it. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can click the link for the race there. You could either register or you could sponsor one of the people who are already registered. And you can also learn a lot more about the organization and what we do. All right, here it is. I got it. Now I see. I'm following exactly your instructions. MacarDS.org. Macar, M-A-K-O-R-D-S.org. When you go there, folks, there is on the bottom right a place where you could register for the uh, run walk. And as um, uh, Dr. Glicksman said, an opportunity not only to be part of it, but you could sponsor. If you don't want to be there Sunday or can't be, you could actually sponsor a runner, a walker in the uh, in the event on Sunday. Just go to MacarDS.org, M-A-K-O-R-D-S.org. You'll uh, find all the information about this incredible organization as they make a difference for children and adults with developmental disabilities. And obviously, at the bottom right of the homepage, you have an opportunity to register and actually participate this coming Sunday. So take advantage and be part of this effort. How long have you been with the organization, Dr. Glicksman? I've been here about 25 years. Wow. So you, right. <laughs> so, so you really know what's going on over there. <laughs> Yeah, I started as, uh, you know, Shabbos staff, working my way through grad school, wow. and uh, I never left. And you mentioned earlier, how many how many uh, different residences are there under the Makor umbrella? Um, there's currently around 32 residences. Wow. And that includes residences for medically frail infants and for adolescents, and for we, we opened up the first uh, group home for elderly people with intellectual disabilities. We have married couples apartments. You know, for uh, for you know married couples yeah. that need different levels of support. 
So we really run the gamut. And uh, those are all in New York City, New York State? Are they all, where are they? So they're, they're scattered throughout Brooklyn. All in Brooklyn? Borough Park, we have, yeah, we have Borough Park, we have Flatbush, we have Kensington, we have Midwood, we have Crown Heights, we have Seagate. Um, and then in Manhattan, we have our college experience program up in Washington Heights. And some of our other services, like early intervention, for example, we can do throughout the city. Amazing. Really incredible. Um, how do these runners and walkers with disabilities feel when they complete the walk on Sunday? You know, it's not just the accomplishment of, of, uh, of doing the walk and, and crossing the finish line. It's all about being included. Um, I believe they expect, I, I, I read, because this is part of a broader, you know, New York City runs event. I, right. I, I understand they're expecting 6,000 runners. And just to be part of a group and part of the community and included and doing what everybody else is doing, that's what really gives people with, uh, that, that's, that's all the people with intellectual disabilities are looking to do, to be included. So this is part of that. These kinds of events are, are part of joining the community. And when our community has such a, a strong showing at things like this, you know, it really sends a, an amazing message to the community at large. Oh, very nice. whole thing is great. The race, the walk is this coming Sunday, but all year round, uh, the incredible work of uh, Macor Disability Services is well noted in our community, and they have a lot to be proud of. A lot of great sponsors, by the way, for Sunday's event. I see that our friends at the Rothenberg Law Firm and at the Jewish Press and Fox Marketing Services and Kosher Palace Supermarket and Navar Pharmacy and Surgical and Nora Staffing Group and INEAR of Los Angeles and Ari's Fruitland and MNK Pest Control uh, and the Joe Pay, they are, or Joe Fay rather, products, they are all part of the uh, of the effort this coming Sunday. So you thank God you're getting a lot of private support and a lot of corporate support to really make this a big success. Yeah, and it's really, really important because for many, many years, you know, sometimes people say you've been around for, from, since the 70s, like how come more people haven't heard of you? And the answer is because for a long time, the government was really taking care of people with intellectual right. and developmental disabilities. Good like there really, there really was that support, but that support is quickly evaporating. And uh, the amount of unfunded services we do, the amount of things that the government doesn't really cover, um, because they don't think it's important or they don't think it's necessary um, that we provide because we want to give our guys, you know, our, our men and women and children a good quality of life. Those are the things that uh, that we really need the community's help with, and especially in the days when government services in general are being cut. See, that reliance on those funds just isn't there anymore. So that's why that's why we're turning to the community to help us do what we do. And thank God people are responding, and that's a great explanation, by the way. A lot of times people wonder about long-time organizations and why they haven't been you know, at the forefront as much, and that's really the the answer. The answer is now the community has to step up and support the great work as, uh, as others pull back on their funding, especially from the government. The second annual Makar 5K Run and Walk is Sunday, everybody. Roosevelt Island, New York. Register now, makards.org, makards for disabilityservices.org. Be part of it. Every time you register, every time someone registers, 10 times high is donated to the organization. In addition, of course, to all the sponsors you can get to help Makar get to their $50,000 goal for this coming Sunday's event. A special, special Hatzlachah Rabbah to all the Makar uh, consumers, clients, 
Lions who are going to be participating on Sunday. We wish you the best of luck and to everybody who's stepping up from the community to be part of it and to step up in their own right um, uh, to help support the organization. Kolakavo to you as well. Dr. Stephen Glicksman, Director of Clinical Innovation at Makar. A real pleasure to speak with you. Good luck on Sunday and uh, come back and visit us again at some point. Thank you. Looking forward. There you have it. The Makar 5K Run and Walk is Sunday. Guess what? On the homepage, macards.org, at the bottom right, you could register and you could sponsor a runner and be part of a great community effort. And call a vote to everybody, Dr. Glicksman and everybody on his staff that's doing such an amazing uh, job uh, with the organization, all the residences and all of the wonderful clients. More coming up. You're listening to a Tuesday morning broadcast of JM in the AM. Oh, my God, I'm 
in the AM on a Tuesday with Marocade, a title track from Simcha Liner here at JM in the AM. Uh, Jake Novak, who hosts uh, Novak Now, Mondays, 11 a.m. Eastern Time for us here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and is a uh, political and economic columnist who actually knows something about politics and the economy. How do you like that? Isn't that unique for a political and uh, economic uh, columnist in this country? He's with us live via telephone. Did a very interesting show yesterday on our network. Wanted to follow up with him, and he's with us again live via telephone. And uh, Jake Novak, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thanks for having me very much. A pleasure. Now, uh, yesterday you concentrated on this mega millions. You know that tonight it's possible for somebody to be the winner of what's being called now a $1.6 billion jackpot, Mr. Novak. Well, you know, it's, it's actually it's interesting that you couched it that way. It's more than possible. It's actually quite likely, overwhelmingly likely, that someone will win tonight. Right. Uh, that's because we're getting to the point where so many... Tickets have been sold. So many sequences have been, you know, the boxes have been checked. Right. I'd be very surprised if no one wins tonight. So All if right. you're dreaming of $3.2 billion jackpot, those chances are pretty slim. Now, I wanna, I'm want to i going to address some of the stuff you did yesterday quickly. We, we, we have a limited amount of time, and I could talk about this forever. So <laughs> let, let me, first of all, I mean, on the halachic angle, I, I just, first of all, I, I don't think it's a big enough issue because, again, the perception, I think, among the Jewish leadership out there is that most lotteries are still a dollar. So I think so, I think sort of like, you know, most people would say, all right, if you're spending a dollar on the possibility of, you know, having all this money and supporting Jewish causes and giving money to the poor. Like, I, I, again, I know that today all these lotteries cost $2. Most people don't realize that unless they play it regularly. Right. Uh, you know, but, it's funny. I, I said in the show yesterday, I feel sorry for. I, I'm sure there's some rabbi somewhere who gave a drusher this weekend <laughs> saying, don't buy the lottery. I feel so sorry for that guy because I know it happened. Look, you know, I, I am a big, big skeptic of the entire lottery industry. I have a huge problem with it. At the same time, I'm not stupid. Right. It's okay to buy one ticket. Right. I think that once you start buying more than one ticket, you're really wasting your time. Right. Because what well, are you buying with that ticket? You're buying the chance to daydream. Correct. And the daydream costs two dollars, as Correct. you said, Nachum. The daydream Correct. if you're spending two hundred dollars on the daydream, you really overpay. My my late brother used to say to us as we would sit around, you know, like and just discuss what we're gonna <laughs> what we're gonna do with the money, he said, This is why it was worth the dollar investment. Right. So you could sit here and dream about what you're gonna do with the money. That's right. But That's but but there are a couple of, look Here's the bottom line. I walked into yesterday's Novak Now, and I said, I bet you I'm going to be against everything that Jake says, because he's going to discourage people from buying lottery tickets, and he's going to talk about how a lot of these lotteries are either fixed, or there's some shyster behind something doing something shady, and you did talk about that, by the way, during yesterday's show, how there's a lot of uh, episodes and incidents that people don't know about, the media doesn't report about, where, where stuff is fixed, and, and you know, it would make it impossible for people to win, or makes it possible for, for others, you know, for the, for the fixers, so to speak to win and all that stuff i get but nothing hit home more than when you talked about what would happen if every dollar you ever spent on the lottery was now sitting i don't know you know so, somewhere in your kitchen in a drawer or somewhere in a bank collecting a little bit of interest you know what would you be up to and i said to myself wow if i just took the money <laughs> that i spent since this since this lottery went out of control since mega millions and powerball went completely out 
out of control to the hundreds of millions. If I just took that money that I've spent on these games, I would, I'd be a lot better off than I'm going to be at 11 p.m. Eastern time tonight. So that point really hit home, I must say. Yeah, you know, look, uh, I think, like I said, I, I don't have a problem with buying a ticket when it gets to a big jackpot. Like right. it's fun for that two dollar daydream. But if you so, there's two, you know, so there's two Powerball and two Mega Millions drawings every week, two dollars a piece. We're talking about eight dollars, right? Now, if you put that eight dollars every week, even if you're just buying one ticket for each, if you put that eight dollars every week in a very low interest bearing account at the end of the year, you know, you'll have like five hundred bucks. There's a there's a guaranteed discount. I, I, I don't know how many people listening here have ever won even five hundred bucks in lotteries, and if you have. You know, you probably lost more than that over time. <laughs> Correct. That's the point. And, and it's funny. You're just talking about one year. Yeah, some right. some of us <laughs> can, some of us can put put together enough dollars that uh, you know that that, that where we're every single year there were multiple lotteries that people. You get my point. Yes, you get my yes. point. It's not just one year <laughs> for the for those of us who like to play and take the risk, and especially when it gets to be a big jackpot. Uh, we're talking about a lot of money out there. So it's just so funny that your show yesterday followed a Shabbos discussion in our shul where somebody like yourself was advising everybody that he has never purchased a ticket and never will. And and every time he says to his wife, I think he says it was to his wife or to one of his relatives, that every time you have an urge to bet on something or to purchase a lottery ticket, take that money and just put it in a cup. And you will see how large that cup is overflowing once the year is over. Yeah, it's like that joke about pay me one penny a day and then just double my pay every day. And right. Within a, within a month, you'll, you'll be making thousands of dollars. Correct. Anyways, I just I had to tell you that that philosophy of yours really got to me. And as I sit here looking at, you know, one sheet of paper with $10 worth of numbers on it for tonight, I am, I, I'm really heeding, I'm trying to heed your advice and take it to heart. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, you know, listen, and you mentioned the thing about, you know, the the scams and things right. like that. You know, the, the news industry is heavily fortified by lottery um, spending, by the advertising dollars. So, you know, we had a major scandal in this country over the last couple of years where someone had rigged the lottery, a high-level lottery worker in Iowa who was running state lotteries in a lot of different states, rigged, rigged the system and got his friends to buy and relatives to buy the tickets to the numbers he already knew. Uh, he made the mistake, though, of not doing it more more degrees of separation than that. He should have had total strangers buying the tickets because, you know, everywhere you buy a ticket, there's a camera. Right. And he wasn't able to claim the money, and now he's in jail. Listen, you can't tell me that's the only scam. You know, in the history of the world, anything that's of value, people will try to steal. So it's just one of those things that I thought, like, if, the, if it gets out, though, that some of these things are rigged, then, then that will be the only thing that will stop people right. from buying. I understand that. By the way, two other points you mentioned yesterday. Number one, there are lottery commissions with an insane number of personnel, right? Uh, oh, God. You know, take, every state has a state lottery board. What do they do? Put the numbers on the ping pong balls? I'm not really sure what they do. <laughs> you mean what uh, their actual job is? You know what yeah. their actual job is? <laughs> yeah, there's some, there's some work to be done. Obviously, the convenience store owners and people need to have a liaison. Right. There has to be some administration of it. But there's a board. I mean, the board, like, what are they voting on? I mean, it's, it's outrageous, and it's done. You know, you put the, the relatives of your big donors, if you're the governor or senator, you put them on the board. And this is where a lot of the money goes. And also the biggest, biggest misconception is that this money, you know, well, this is money, extra money that goes to the schools. It's not right. extra money. Every state decides how much money their schools are going to get every year, and they figure they'll get some of it from the lottery. So if the lottery oversells or they, 
there's no extra money to the schools. The schools right. haven't gained any extra from it. Your property taxes haven't been relieved by this. You know, it's, it's not true. You know, when, when, when my mother, who was uh, you know a really proper German uh, Jewish woman, uh, when she would buy a lottery ticket, we would joke with her, uh, you know, yeah, you're wasting your money on the lottery. And she would always say, well, you know that it goes for education. Uh, and I'm listening to you yesterday, and I'm saying to myself, you know, just like we saw with OTB, if government's in charge of this, if government's running it, there's no way that this is being done efficiently and that sh- certainly, you know, the, the, the dollars that are supposed to be going to education are actually getting there. If this was privatized, you'd have to admit that it would work a lot better, right? Yes. And I also, I mean, it would work better, but then there would be other issues of how much money uh, do we give, the, how much money do you give a cut to people? I mean, how can you lose money doing this? I mean, I'd like right. for it to be, pro- I'd like for right. almost everything, to, you know, to be more privatized. Right. That's what, by the way, that's what they had said about OTB. It's the only yes. gambling outfit in the history of the world that ever <laughs> lost money, right? Right. You know, but, if I, but this is one of those things where how could they lose, so, so in other words, why do we need to really go and get experts to run this for us? It's, it's just one of those things where, you know, we, we're celebrating the idea of becoming instantly wealthy, and, that, and that's fantastic. You know, we've got a lot of people in this country who do that by creating jobs or creating a technology or right. a medical device that we all need. Right. And those people, outside of the financial news pages in the newspaper, are not really celebrated that much. Now, we have some, we have some exceptions, like a Steve Jobs and right. stuff like that. And we understand that these people aren't saints and we're not really, but we're excited about what they did. And thank God we live in a country where you don't have to win the lottery to become a billionaire. Most, you know, there's hardly any billionaires. Or, I don't think there's any billionaire who's, made, who's done it from the lottery. There's, there's multimillionaires. Right. So that's really what we want to celebrate. You know, if you're, but when you're in some kind of, it's, it's very Banana Republic-esque. You know, I, mean, I just feel mm-hmm. like the only way to make a, you know, become a real wealthy person if you're not wealthy in most of the world is to have you know, a miracle happen to you. And right. I, I just think that, thank God, we live in a country where you know, it's possible. Your chances are much better... Of creating something that people can really use to become a billionaire. Such a good point. Such a good point. Another great point you made yesterday. Yeah, that's such an important thing for people to remember. All right, Jake. All this having been said, <laughs> what what's our pact? If we if we if either of us wins tonight, <laughs> if either of us wins tonight, will will each of us be delivering a nice hefty check to the other one tomorrow? <laughs> you know, I always felt like so that's one of the things. Like, if for good friends and people like this, I would always say like, I am going to set up a college fund. Ooh. For the kids of like coworkers and close friends, nice because that you know because if you win this kind of money, you have to have set up a foundation for tax reasons anyway. Right. So it might as well be for you know it could be for something that's very very. I, I'm a big believer in charity begins at home. Right. So you take care of your own family, literally your immediate family, and then it's like, well, if I have to give charity to someone, yes, you want to give to people who are completely downtrodden and, and get them housed and clothed. But what about the biggest expense that your friends are really facing? And that you know, be probably college. I mean, it's more expensive than a house these days. You know, it's funny you say this because my kid says to me on Friday night as we're walking to school, <laughs> he says, "What are you going to do for?" I said, "You know what? If I won this thing, I'd probably take my hundred closest friends and pay off all their mortgages." <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know about mortgages because I think that's a, you know, I like people. I want people to pay that mortgage and to get that tax break and do all those kinds of things. Right. Um, but yeah, I'd probably do something like that. By the way, by the way, as, as incredibly. Uh, now, and then I've always felt like I would love to start a private school with all the best, and just just absolutely all the best stuff, tuition free. Right. You know that would be a, a K through twelve kind of private school, maybe even a boarding school somewhere for Jewish kids, uh, all levels of observance. You know where so everything would be kosher and there would be davening and things like that for those who want to do that and everything. But I thought that would be great. I would love to see 
the you know the, the Jewish people have their own Exeter or Phillips Andover Academy. You know, those nice. are leading prep schools, but done in a Jewish way. It'd be a lot of fun. Jake, very lofty, but very uh, wonderful uh, goals. I like yeah. that. But with sports teams, we need a football team. Seriously, have you seen the shape that some of our kids are in these yeshivas? We need more athletics. We need more athletics. Is right. <laughs> All right, um, mandatory athletics for everyone. Jake Novak with us tonight, the big lottery. Uh, you mentioned the tuition uh, assistance that you'd want to give people. Now, if someone would pay someone else's tuition, that would not be tax deductible. If done through a foundation, can I assume those tuition payments are tax deductible or not? Well, I think it would be. A, it would keep this. It would keep it as a tax-free foundation. Yeah, right. I don't think you would be able to get an extra boost to your own personal income. It would right. keep that foundation tax. It would keep the money that you have in the foundation tax right. tax rate. Yeah. So that's that's one way of uh, of, of solving the uh, the um, hesitation that some people have to actually help others with tuition. Do it through a foundation, right? <laughs> yeah, and I think also look, it's it, 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 everything. My, my biggest one of my biggest solutions for this is I've always felt that the Jewish industrial complex, as I call it, needs to be. Uh, put it, you need to be consolidated, you know, for paying for shul dues and for right. school tuition. You know, there used to be a time when the shul and the school were the same thing. Maybe we should start thinking about consolidating that stuff. Some, some communities do that, and uh, it, that might be one way to help that cost, uh, other than waiting for someone to win the lotto. All right, so you and I have to have a conference call at about uh, 11.01 <laughs> tonight, okay? Well, we'll get together at 11.01 tonight and decide what to do with the money. Halavai. <laughs> uh, Jake, thank you so much. Continued success to you. Thank you so much. It's Jake, Jake NY on Twitter, right? That's correct. Jake, Jake, NY on Twitter. Jake Novak hosts Novak Now for us every Monday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And, of course, is a uh, brilliant political and economic columnist. And I thank him for his time. Had a lot of interesting points regarding the lottery that he made yesterday. And uh, with all of this that Jake and I just discussed, we still say good luck to everybody because I would bet the majority or at least a good number of people in this audience are holding tickets for the $1.6 billion for tonight. More coming up. It's nine minutes after eight o'clock and you're listening to JM in the AM.
rêvait d'engraisser. Qui m'a dit, c'est mi, hey, zing à bespesser. David Lenidich, in David Merchassidich, in David Farachidich. Zing, Off the brand new Yoni Z album here at JM and M. Yehuda Green had the Chizuk Nigun. You heard Sim Shalom done by Shalshelas. Tuesday morning broadcast, 52 degrees, morning clouds, afternoon sun, high going up to 64, thank goodness. It's the 23rd of October, the 14th of Marcheshvan. Good morning, everybody. It's a Tuesday at JM and the AM. Don't forget, coming up at 9 o'clock, uh, we play in its entirety. Last night's uh, amazing show from StaffCon. It was great. It was really great. A lot of wonderful moments. Thank you, NCSY. Thank you to the OU. StaffCon is going on in Connecticut as we speak at the beautiful Crown Plaza Hotel. 
Shout out to cousin Sharon. And um, and you have an opportunity to hear all of it coming up between 9 and 11 this morning right after JM and AM. Then Avrami takes over at 11 a.m. with the live lunch. I thank him. And uh, I want to thank those who are commenting on the app. The app, very active, especially in light of the uh, conversation with Jake Novak about the lottery. Very active, our app comments. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. Uh, So don't forget that our friends at Bedford-on-Park are waiting for you to come and visit Bedford-on-Park, which is located just in the same entranceway as Mendy's Restaurant at 61 East 34th Street. Features an amazing lunch menu and a fantastic dinner menu. And now... Now is the time of year when you want to plan those holiday parties where you want to make sure uh, that you have um, you know, a delicious, elegant, beautiful dinner all set up for your staff, your clients, all the people that you want to invite uh, toward the end of the calendar year to participate in a wonderful celebration with your firm, with your company, etc. So our recommendation is Bedford-on-Park, 61 East 34th Street in New York City. When you go there, you'll have a, a wonderful dinner, all prepared by Chef Alex, uh, with wonderful salads and starters, great steaks, including a 32-ounce prime cowboy cut. Um, in the starters department, those brisket sliders are amazing. The maple glaze lamb bacon, I still recommend. Uh, all you got to do is check it out. Anytime you wish, go for lunch or dinner to Bedford-on-Park, 61 East 34th Street. And again, as we get closer and closer toward the end of the calendar year, make sure to book your holiday parties at Bedford-on-Park so that you can uh, really celebrate and impress your staff and clients. Bedford-on-Park, same entranceway as Mendy's Restaurant at 61 East 34th Street in New York City. It's elegant, it's delicious, it's beautiful, and they're taking your reservations for your holiday parties Right now, Bedford-on-Park, our recommendation from all of us here at JM in the AM. More coming up here at JM in the AM, including this one from Chaim David Burson. Fly like a bird, this is your time for Achtus with the Ahu. For now, has no Avera 
Yeah, I'm keep pouring, never had so much flavor. One God, one name, one arm. From infinity and out to beyond. The most gracious one we love. With praises we respond, we are. And the E-car is we are. Together like wicks on an air, half dollars. So break free as we will endeavor to make the world follow. Will endeavor to make the world follow. Kulanu. Everybody, let's go. Kulanu. Shiru loy, shichodosh Zamu loy 
Off the album entitled Bishat Tova, Chaim David Burson before that with Kulanu Nizamer. 52 degrees, morning clouds, afternoon sun, a high of 64. Good morning, everybody. Check out our community calendar online. Go to NahumSiegel.com. Community calendar section up there you'll find uh, for October the 24th, which is tomorrow, the Chazak and Congregation Base Ephraim Mitzchak presentation of Rabbi Shalom Arush that's happening out in Woodmere. Uh, the JCC of West Orange has their big Shabbat project festivities from Thursday through Saturday night. Check that out. You'll find that under October the 25th on our community calendar. Also, the um, Chazak and Shabbos project presentation out in Lawrence for the 25th of October. That's up there. The Chazak and Beth Gavriel presentation, uh, which is a Russian shear for October the 28th. That's up there. NCSY's uh, uh, event, Hisvados, for the right Judah Michelle and Benny Friedman for this coming Monday up at Yeshiva University is up there. The 19th Annual Rutgers Jewish Film Festival running through the 11th of November. You'll see that information there as well. And Laser Lloyd live in Baltimore on the 30th of October, which is a week from tonight. That's all happening, or I should say it's all there on our community calendar. Just some of the events you'll find in the community calendar section of NahumSiegel.com. So check it out and enjoy all the amazing events. If you haven't liked our Facebook uh, update page, make sure to go to facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Our conversation yesterday with Mendy of uh, Mendy's Restaurant as he celebrates uh, 30 years uh, of a delicious kosher deli in New York City. At this point, an iconic delicious deli in New York City. Uh, that video is up there. If you go to Nahum Siegel Network Facebook update page, Again, it's facebook.com slash Network, and you can see the Facebook Live a video of that conversation that took place yesterday in our studio right here at JMM. Also, some of the videos from uh, Israel, from the uh, conversations we had uh, in Israel 
uh, during the um, three days of broadcasting after Sukkot. That's up there as well. So you'll see that in the same section. Go to facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network. I want to thank those who are commenting on our app. Always a great way to be in touch and let us know who's out there. So a big thank you for that. Go to the NSN Nachum Siegel Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. And as you meet people who are anxious to listen to us but may not know how, make sure to recommend the app and, of course, our phone line at 605-562-4400. And, of course, the website at com. just three of the methods they could use to tune in on a regular basis to everything that we do here each and every day. Hey, don't forget, coming up at 9 o'clock, last night's show from StaffCon with NCSY. That's going to be that's going to be between 9 and 11 this morning here at the Nahum Siegel Network following JM in the AM. So make sure to stay tuned for that. And this Thursday is the Kalbach Special. Kalbach Yardside is this coming Thursday. Our special goes between 6 and 9 a.m. featuring his amazing music. So make sure to be tuned in all through the morning Thursday. If you want to sponsor part or all of our Kalbach special, I'll tell you an easy way to do it. Just go to uh, uh, go to um, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. At the very top, you'll see sponsorship opportunities. Brand new Benny Friedman. As tate mame in die junge Jorden, seinen Chossen und Kalle geworden, seinen sie herein zum Reben, sein Broch ist zu nehmen. Und otte die Broche hat der Rebbe sie gegeben. Mach lichtig und warte mal um sie. Arum sich lichtig und warm, bitte rewester bei euch machen lichtig, lichtig und warm bei euch. Mach lichtig und warm, arum sich, arum sich lichtig und warm, bitte rewester bei euch machen lichtig, lichtig und warm bei euch.
I'll listen to the stories We've traveled far and wide The melody accompanies me With each and every stride A word with so much meaning A promise to this land It calls on us to sing our song For the world to understand Jam in the end with Shim Kramer. 
song is called Sion. Before that, Eitan Freilach, brand new with Ivdu off of Peace Will Come. Benny Freeman's brand new single, Lichtig Unvarum, here at JM in the AM. 12 minutes before 9 o'clock. Good morning, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us, being part of this great radio experience. Coming up at 9 o'clock, a two-hour presentation of last night's show from StaffCon with our friends at the OU and NCSY. It was really an amazing and incredible night. And I hope everybody out there has an opportunity to uh, tune in and be part of it uh, by listening to uh, our broadcast during JM Rewind. Again, that's going to be 9 o'clock until 11 a.m. At 11 a.m., Avrami takes over with the uh, brilliant Tuesday Live Lunch. Make sure to be tuned into that. And um, uh, don't forget this coming Thursday, the Kalbach special is 24th Yard Site this coming Thursday. If you want to sponsor part or all of the Kalbach special, go to uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Click on um, sponsorship opportunities. You'll see it toward the top of the page. Tuesday morning, it's JM in the AM with brand new Schlock Rock. Well, more accurately, brand new Lenny Solomon. Nigun Leviathan.
Leif Tahar, not bad, huh? Not bad at all. Unbelievable. JM and the AM, uh, Leif Tahar with Yehi Shalom, Nigun Leviathan, done by Lenny Solomon. That's a brand new one off of his Shira Yatera album. Saw Lenny yesterday. Yeah, bumped into him in, bumped into him in Manhattan, and uh, it was wonderful to, uh, to see the King of Schlock again. We had just seen him in Israel. And again, he's out with that brand new album, Shira Yatera, which you can get information about by going to schlockrock.com or the um, Four Corners Project website as well. 
and uh, purchase it and enjoy. A lot of great material, including that Nigun uh, Leviathan that we played earlier uh, before Leif Tahar. JMNAM Tuesday with a reminder, if you have not yet booked your holiday party, your end-of-year celebration for your staff, for your clients, for your company, uh, for those who you want to impress with a beautiful, wonderful celebration, remember Bedford-on-Park, Bedford-on-Park, 61 East 34th Street, New York City, 61 East 34th Street, New York City. Big recommendation of ours for good reason. Uh, they are a uh, an elegant, beautiful, delicious, and wonderful restaurant. Same entranceway as uh, Mendy's at 61 East 34th Street. Uh, really good location for your end-of-year celebration. So check it out and get ready to uh, present a wonderful celebration for your staff, your family, your volunteers, your clients, whoever it is. You're looking to thank uh, this upcoming end-of-year season. Achenu Israel and Achimachem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Oh, boy, are we having trouble again with our, with our closing? I don't know. I think there's something wrong with this um, with this machine, but I guess it gives me a, an opportunity to say hi and continue to speak to everybody for a minute or so. There we go. Thanks so much for tuning in. Tomorrow morning we're back starting at 6 a.m. Coming up next, last night's amazing broadcast from NCSY's StaffCon. It's next between 9 and 11 a.m. Eastern Time, followed by Avrami and the Thursday and the Tuesday live lunch coming up from Israel between 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Thursday's our Kalbach special. More about that tomorrow. Have a fabulous Tuesday. And if someone in this audience wins the $1.6 billion tonight, please remember (laughs) fjbunity.org. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.